0: Another thing that gets me super fired up is when policies like we're seeing today with the Trump administration, Donald Trump, they really start to help the middle class. They're really helping families like you and me when you look at, hey, the tax cuts, got more money in our paycheck, you got the D-regs, you got increasing wages, more jobs available than ever before in the history of our nation. And you and I both know we could go on and on and on with a myriad of great things that are happening right now in the economy. So you see these policies that are helping people like you and me, middle America, But then you see some people out there, and these are some local liberals, calling you and Trump supporters stupid, racist, xenophobic because you want to see middle America great again. Uh, Here's the thing that I want you to know, because I know a lot of you out there are having these conversations with people. If, If you get into a policy debate with people and they start sort of de factoing to, oh, you're a racist, you're a xenophobe, you're stupid, let me just give you a hint here. You're winning that debate. You just need to know that up front. And I'm going to share with you a couple examples of what I'm talking about here in just a moment. But first, I want to share with you, just to kind of give you the contrast, if you will. President Trump uh, did a Fox News interview with Chris Wallace yesterday. Well, but, but the you're, people you're, that are
1: supporting me in particular, they're very smart people. They're hardworking, brilliant, great people. They know when the news is fake. And they get angry when they see all of the fakeness but, but, at, but, at but, frankly, the network. people have
0: You and I do get angry when we see all the fake news. But let me go through that again. Smart, hardworking. I think that sounds a lot like you and I, and to be honest with you, the heartland, middle America, right? But yet there's people out there, the local liberals, that want to go out and berate you because you see the world differently than them. I'm going to give you a couple examples here. One is uh, Mike McFeely, he's got a new podcast out there. He's got a title of it that the first one says, is North Dakota, quote unquote, better than election results that went to the right? Clay Jenkins, Jenkins thinks so. Clay Jenkinson, he's an American humanities scholar, author, and educator. And, and what's amazing to me, they basically go on and talk about how dumb people are in our community, how closed-minded they are, what kind of bigots they are, especially if they're supporting Donald Trump. Then Jack Seleski, also from the forum, said this. He said, North Dakota got Kramered on election day. He goes on to say, though, this is where I think it really stands out. They got Kramered, but not everywhere. In Fargo and in several eastern counties, voters trended blue. No surprise because this is so great to me. The population is younger. They're more educated, of course, and open to new ideas and welcoming of newcomers. <laughs> I love how you have these local liberals, and liberals in general, they wanna portray themselves as being so tolerant and open-minded and all these you know, great qualities because they're so much more morally superior than you and I are, but as soon as someone shows up with another point of view, then they totally shut it off. They, they don't wanna hear anything other than their own echo chamber, their own point of view, and yet they wanna say how close-minded you are to newscomers, I and mean, I can't tell you how many times we here on Point of View invited other people with points of view on the show. And a lot of you call in and go, oh, this is only one point of view, because no one on the left wants to come on the show. If you are someone who's uber-liberal, uber-progressive, contact us, email us, text us, whatever. We would love to have you sit down here and have the dialogue, have the conversation. That's how we are going to continue to make middle America great again. One side note here, because uh, as you saw there from Jack Sileski, how... Apparently, Trump supporters are afraid of newcomers. <laughs> I wish. Uh, we had this great comment from a viewer last week from Thief River Falls, and they brought up and said, hey, I'd love to know, love to know how many of these illegal immigrants, these invaders that are coming right now from Honduras, how many do you think Clay Jenkinson, Mike McFeely, Jack Selesky, you think how many, how many of them are going to be like, hey, you want to come live with me? Go ahead. Come on. We'll take you in. I would love to know how many of these illegal immigrants are living with any one of those people. I've said many times here on the show, because if you want to say that we're closed to newcomers, no. What we are committed to is making America great again. By, in other words, I mean by creating the best team possible. And here's what I mean specifically. Yeah, I do want to build a wall. I want to build a big, beautiful wall with a big, beautiful door. And you want to know why? Because open borders aren't good for Americans. There's two reasons really why there are southern border, a lot of our borders have been like a sieve as of late. There's two people, two groups of people I should say, that are at fault. One, of course, you've got the Democrats. They want open borders because then they think they're going to have a great new voting bloc. But secondly, and not a lot of people talk about this, the Republicans are at fault as well, especially the D.C. swamp Republicans, because hey, they see open borders as cheap labor. They go, hey, if we can have open borders, bring a bunch of illegals in, that's gonna be, or refugees, whatever, that will be cheap labor for these big corporations. Big corporations have bigger profits, and then that money goes to these people's campaigns. That's why you see a lot of these DC Swampers, AKA Paul Ryan, having such an issue with funding President Trump's border wall. I've said this a million times on the show, it's a simple supply and demand economics. If you flood our country with a bunch of cheap labor, what happens to your wages? Your wages start to go down. But if we can start to shore up the wall, and think about it this way, if you're going to start a team, okay, or build a country, for example, who do you want on your team? You want the absolute most talented, best people in the world that are either going to be in your team or be in this country working. So. That's what I mean. Yes, we want immigration, but let's bring in merit-based people, people that are going to make a positive impact on our country because we need those people right now. As I said at the start of the show, because Trump's policies are working so well, we've got more job openings right now in our country than ever before in the history of our nation. We need people coming into this country. We just need to do it legally. Very, very important. So speaking of illegal immigration and the invasion that's happening at our southern border I'm sure many of you have seen what's happening in Tijuana in the past few days. It is a absolutely incredible sight to see. I'm going to get to that here in just a moment. But as I'm sure you've heard, they're now saying, hey, we want our borders protected. They're saying not me. They're going, look, we want immigrants, not invaders. These are people right down in Tijuana. And what I can't wait to see is now for the left to come out, the progressives, to start to call Mexicans against Hondurans, racist, and xenophobes. (laughs) When you see those lines, somebody please let me know. Uh, All right, what sparked some of this, and this, I want to create some some context here. We all know what happened with Jim Acosta, getting his hard press pass uh, taken away from him. But before I get to what's happening down in Tijuana, I just want to remind you, we talked about the fake news a moment ago, Donald Trump calling them the enemy of the people. The thing that sparked a lot of this conversation, because you and I were told by the fake news, hey, this whole caravan thing, it's only being drummed up. It's only going to be an election thing. As soon as the election is over, no one's going to talk about this caravan anymore. Obviously, that was fake news. But remember this. This is Jim Acosta at the press conference the day after the midterms with President Donald Trump.
1: Mr. President, I wanted to challenge you on... on one of the statements that you made in the tail end of the campaign, uh, in the midterms, that here, this, here we go. That, well, if let's you don't go, mind, Ms. President, that this caravan was an invasion, as you know, as you know, Miss President, the caravan was not an invasion. It's a it's a, a group of migrants moving up from Central America towards the border with the U.S. Thank you for telling and me that why why did you why did you characterize it as such? Uh, because I consider it an invasion. You and I have a difference of opinion. But do you think that you demonized immigrants not in this election no, not to not try to keep... Them, I want them to come into the country, but they have to come in legally.
0: All right, I'm gonna play a clip for here in a moment. Just, just keep in mind here what Jim Acosta said. Don't you think you demonized immigrants? It's not an invasion. They're just simply coming up the coast, which, by the way, if you notice something, and I wish we had a map here, producer Josh, we should have put this up, but if you look at Honduras, Honduras is not directly below California. So you have to start to wonder, if I'm coming up from Honduras with my family and doing this, uh, this whole trek, why am I coming up all the way through Mexico, and all of a sudden, whoo, I take this big aversion to go up to the coast of California? Think about that. That adds a whole nother path and trek for you if you're going to go up from Honduras up to California. Why are they going down that path? because they know, they've been told that California is a sanctuary state. It becomes almost like a vacuum to invite those people to the border. And now you look at what's happened at the Tijuana port of entry. The thing's been closed down. They're taking very few people. And now you've got people in Tijuana that are saying this. And I want to kind of create some context for you before I play this, because a lot of it is obviously in Spanish. but. Watch what these people are saying now in Tijuana, and keep in mind what Jim Acosta just said. You can read up above what it says as you listen to what this person in Tijuana says as well.
1: Yeah. Donald Trump has the right. It's an invasion. What Donald Trump said is true. It's an invasion. is what it is. And they are more than caravanas. And they're only terrorists. That's what they are.
0: I don't know if we can bring that back up just for the reading part of it, but there here you've got Mexicans in Tijuana, remember what Jim Acosta just said, why are you doing this to immigrants? It's not an invasion. Now you've got Mexicans in Tijuana going, Donald Trump was right. This is an invasion. This is an invasion. And now people in Mexico are saying, hey, we want the Mexican president to step up and protect, protect our border. So what I'm trying to get at here for you at home that wanna make middle America great again, just like I do, I think most of us would like to see that happen is, don't buy into this name calling. Don't buy into the labels they want to place on you because all it's, all they're trying to do is to get people to go, oh well, I'm not gonna support Donald Trump vocally, because if I do, then I'm gonna get labeled as a racist, a xenophobe, or you know, whatever those labels may be. So one of the things that we always talk about is that you've got these people that they want to go out, they want to label you those names because they see themselves as the elites. They think they're so morally superior to you because you're not dumb enough or you're dumb enough to you know, support a guy like Donald Trump that want to make middle America great again. So I want to have some fun with you tonight and just remind you as this whole word elite comes up. This is President Donald Trump when he was at his Fargo rally. I believe this was back in June, if I'm not mistaken. But remember, you're not just an elite if you support making middle America great again. You're a super elite. Here's the clip.
1: And you ever notice, I hate it, I meet these people, they call them the elite, these people. I look at them, I say, that's elite? We got more money, we got more brains, we got better houses, apartments, we got nicer boats, we're smarter than they are. And they say, the elite, we're the elite, you're the elite. We're the elite. So I said the other day, Let's keep calling these people, and let's face it, they've been stone-cold losers, the elite, the elite. So let's let them keep calling themselves the elite. But we're going to call ourselves, and remember, you are indeed, you work harder, but you are indeed smarter than them. Let's call ourselves from now on the super elite. We're the
0: super elite. (laughs) We are the super elite. I just love that clip. The elites, we are the super elites. You are the super elites. All right, I wanna change gears